Hey, it's Bethane and Bethany, and this is the Don't Kegel Chronicles podcast, the show where we talk about pelvic health, women's health, mom life, and a lot about sex. It's definitely one of our favorite topics. You'll hear from us, two pelvic health experts and the owners of Arkansas Pelvic Health, and interviews with other powerful women and dudes that support us. Welcome back the Don't Keto Chronicles podcast. Today we are talking about what a visit looks like if you come for painless sex. We get a lot of questions like uh, what exactly goes on there? Right. So the actual term is called dyspareunia and we, this is one of my favorite things to treat. I don't know about Bethany, but it's definitely probably top tier for me. So if you come in to our clinic, let's just, we're going to do an Arkansas pelvic health version of when you come in. You'll be greeted by our team, you've received paperwork, then you're going to spend about an hour in a room, just you and a therapist that has a doctorate level degree. Yeah, so there's like a lot of paperwork that goes into it. Some of that's legality stuff, you know, like you have to consent to let us treat you, which at some point, someone got sued along the way for treating a patient. <laughs> when the patient said, you can't treat me. I don't know. No. But some of that's like legality stuff and some of it's like information. We want to know, did this start somehow? Did you fall off a horse? Did you fall out of the back of a truck and a rock cut open your vagina? That's happened. It's literally happened. Um, You know, like we wanted to kind of know what happened, what started it. Yeah. Has it always been painful? Have tampons hurt? Have you been able to have a pap smear? Did you tear with delivery if you had a baby? Yeah. Is there a history of trauma? Have you had a C-section? Yeah, so, you know, some of that paperwork isn't necessarily, like, I do read it before patients get there, but it's also mostly to provoke thoughts, Mm -hmm. right? Because we've had it where we just have patients fill out the really basic stuff, and then they get there, and you're asking these questions, like, well, I didn't think about that. Like, I want them already Mm -hmm. thinking about it, because we're going to a way deeper level than just like, oh, it hurts when you put A in B? Well, (laughs) you know, like, we want a deeper level of thinking, right? right? So. Fill out the paperwork. We always take a look at it before we pull you back. And then we'll go over some of it with you. And sometimes I think that's annoying to patients, Mm -hmm. but it serves a purpose. I think a lot of patients appreciate it because it might say something like, do you have incontinence? You put no, except for you leak when you sneeze, right? Right. Well, that's still incontinence. So sometimes we'll clarify some of those things and go deeper into it. Um, But that first visit is a lot of talking. Yes. So if someone says, I have painless sex, not sure, don't know why it started, it used to not hurt. Like, what else is happening in your life at that time? Right. Did you get into any accident? Did Did your job change? Did you start med school? Because if we go from a really active lifestyle, Lifestyle. (laughs) getting in my country zone, (laughs) active lifestyle to sitting all day studying for grad school, you've got a stress increase, you've got muscles that aren't used the way that they were used that can cause things to spasm and hurt. Expectations that change if you all of a sudden have a lot more responsibility than you previously have. Just the stress alone, low libido, low yeah. libido could equal less lubrication, right. could equal pain. You know, so there's like different things. But when we really get down to it, we're asking really specifics. Not does sex hurt? What does sex look like for you? Yeah. Oh, does it hurt every single time you have sex? What about if you're in a different position? Mm-hmm. What about if you initiate? What about if you have an orgasm first? You does know, it hurt initially and deep? Right. Does it hurt only with deep entry? Like right. what, what position makes it hurt? So we're screening bowel function, mm-hmm. bladder function, and then also if you're only coming with painless sex, we're screening those things to so they can affect it. Right. 
And then when it comes to pain with sex, we're like, tell me all the details. There is no TMI. No. I want to know what position. <laughs> and did it start hurting and then stop? Or yeah. did it hurt when you started and you continued? You Does know, it only happen when you have back pain? Right. Because that can be a huge yeah. component. I'm glad you brought in the back stuff. Like, where exactly where? does it hurt, right? Because mm-hmm. then people are like, well, it only hurts right at the opening of the vagina. or only hurts in the vagina. Or it feels like it's in my belly. Yeah. It feels like we're hitting a wall. Mm-hmm. My back hurts. So. I think a lot of people have pain with sex post-cesareans, and they don't think that that can happen. Well, yeah, because it makes sense like, if shoulders came out of your vagina, that your vagina is going to have some right. issues. Um, but if shoulders didn't come out of your vagina, why does it still hurt? And there's mm-hmm. good evidence on that yes. that more people that have C-sections have pain with sex yeah. than people that have vaginal deliveries. Mm-hmm. And that's because of scar scar, fascia. Yeah, scar tissues. Yeah, sure. so... When people come in with pain with sex, it looks like you get the paperwork, you're checking in with our front office staff, a therapist will grab you and take you to the back. Mm-hmm. They're talking to you, I mean, a good 45 minutes getting Minimum, full history, yeah. Yeah. and then we'll show you on a pelvic model, um, you know, what we think is going on, mm-hmm. kind of explain the anatomy, the bones, the ligaments, the muscles, yeah. the organs in the area. The different layers of the pelvic bones, right. too. What we think could be going on, and right. then we kind of prep prep and plan for an actual vaginal exam, Mm -hmm. typically on the next session. Sometimes we could get it in on that first session so we could see if our theory, based on your story, can give us some answers. Right. And obviously, if you don't feel comfortable doing an external internal exam, there's a lot that we can do to figure out ways to help you without going there if you don't feel comfortable with us doing that. Totally. I always like to tell people I like to do an exam. It gives me the most data. And right. I have the most data, I can help you more specifically. However, sometimes people are uncomfortable with that. And actually what I'd say is most people are uncomfortable with that. Like no one's like, please, me, please do an exam. But it gives us the most data. And there are some people just totally averse to it. And so I'm like, I can take a guess. It's a very educated guess. Yep. If you're not progressing in the way that I think that you should, then I might, you know, bring it back up again and see what your thoughts are on that. Right. But yeah, especially with the histories of traumas and, right. and sometimes medical traumas, they're not interested in exams. But mm-hmm. what I'll also say is um, being able to do a vaginal and or rectal exam is a big part of being a pelvic therapist. And if you have had pelvic therapy in the past and that wasn't a part of it or offered mm-hmm. or even encouraged, then you might not have had an, a true pelvic therapist. Right. Right. Got right. lots of folks that are like, oh yeah, I do pelvic therapy and like they've never seen a vagina. Right. So, so you really, you can't say that you do that unless right. you've actually done that. Yeah. So like yeah. after, you know, that first visit that's talking, mm-hmm. educating on the pelvis, there might be some take home points yeah. like add this, take away this or whatever. Yeah. Um, there's an exam, and then treatment following that's all based on those findings. Right. Um, and we've talked about this on the podcast before, that we can do, like, a soft tissue, I'm air quoting, like, massage almost. That's the best way for me to explain it, um, of the muscles to just get them to chill out. We can use these silicone cups to, like, relax different parts of your abdomen and your back and your adductors, which are your inner thigh muscles. We've got a lot of tips and tricks and things in our toolbox that we can use to help this problem. Yeah, there's the soft tissue stuff, which yeah. is what she's talking about with cupping or mm-hmm. manual therapy, but sometimes intravaginal, sometimes yeah. intrarectal, sometimes just on your abs or yeah. your leg muscles. Um, and then there's exercises, right, to just balance out the whole pelvis. You right. need the ones that promote the strength and give the power. There's stretches and yoga. Mm-hmm. You know, there's all kinds of stuff. Treatment looks different for different people. Yeah. I can guarantee you that it doesn't involve Kegels. It does, it does not. Google pain with sex, that's what it'll recommend. So, so our treatment does not look like Kegels. Y'all know how we sex. feel about that, though. <laughs> we put a whole episode. 
So, yeah, that's essentially what treatment would look like, especially mm-hmm. the first one. I think a lot of people are paying the fee when they come in. They're like, yeah. what is that going to do? One time we had a patient call, and they were like, uh, is she going to give me one more house? And I was like, no, 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 no. Right? And so, like, she didn't know, though. She didn't in her know. head, it was some kind of, like, pelvic therapy, sex therapy. Right. Physical. Right. And I was like, you know, it's like typical physical therapy, right? Mm-hmm. Muscles, j- joints, bones, ligaments. If you're coming for your shoulder, it's really similar to if you're coming for your vagina, just a different area. Yeah. So, yeah, it looks like a lot of talking, a lot of history, mm-hmm. and then just treating the tissue, whichever tissue that is yeah. that needs to be treated. Yeah. And so education like, on, like lubricants totally. and water intake and also constipation let's just mention that really fast gives you a pelvic constipation flare. can give you a pelvic flare think about all the pressure because of where your intestines sit in your belly and then the rectum is actually on the floor of the pelvic floor and so if you're constipated and you got hard monkey stool it's going to be more painful because you're just uncomfortable so are your bowels good because that can lead to pain sex yeah Totally leads to a flare. Stress can lead to flares. So we cover those basics things right. too, because a, a lot of times we kind of talked about this in the last episode. People just think sex is penis and vagina, yeah. but like, what were you doing leading up to that point? Right. How's the the integrity of the tissue? Things yeah. like that. So it's much more than just getting point A and point B. Right. And also, you know, people are there for pain and sex for different reasons. Sometimes yeah. their back hurts when they have sex, and sometimes they had a knee surgery and they can't wait right. there on the knee. Right. And they're trying to figure out how they can have sex without weight bearing, yeah. you know, on their knees. So, yeah. Get a lots. lot of, like, position-dependent questions of, like, yeah. okay, but, like, how do I do this? And or it hurts when it I'm hurts. in this position. Right. So we can address all of that for you as well. Yeah. And we're fun to talk to. I know that with, there's this joke that was, like, this um, in pelvic floor therapy. <laughs> my, my pelvic floor therapist just down here releasing my pelvic floor muscles, and we're talking about brunch. Yes. <laughs> I saw that meme. Someone said that about, like, waxers. They were like, yeah. these waxers crazy. They're up there waxing my you-know-what, asking me what I ate for breakfast today. And then, like, someone superimposed pelvic physical therapist over, yeah. over the waxer. Yeah. yeah. And so then I was like, it's true. And then our DMs are going nuts. They're like, girl, you were asking me what my favorite burger was. <laughs> <laughs> we stay talking about food. Yeah. We're like, have you eaten here? Have you eaten because I mean, obviously, for some people, it's it's funny because I forget how awkward our job actually is. Like, it's not. I, I, I personally don't, make people. I don't think it's awkward, but for other people, they're like, "I just got my whole vagina out on the table, and we're talking about what kind of potato chips you like, yeah. like all kinds of things." But I feel like I feel like we know that it's a vulnerable time oh, for, for people. Sure. We're careful and educate them. But after I've seen it for a few times, you know, you get past that superficial, how are you good? How are you good? good? You know, like, we're like, tell me. Let's you know the tea. What kind of tea you got for me today? What did, <laughs> what did your kid get in trouble for at school yesterday? You canceled your appointment because you had to pick him up early. Yeah. You know, like, we're like getting like, you know, deeper level. And yes. it's just really funny because it is a, seeing the vagina vulva doing rectal work. just another day in the job it's for us. Just- so when people are like, I don't know how you do this all day, I'm like, oh, it's just like a dentist eating tea. <laughs> I mean, it just doesn't. It's you just, just not do the same thing every day. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Like I'm not gonna go teach kids all day every day. Yeah, I don't want to no. do that. No, but I love my job for sure, yeah. and I love treating pain with sex, and people get better. And it's rewarding. It's so rewarding because when people get better, relationships change, yeah. and that confidence. stress. Yeah, that con- they get more confident. Their stressor of that part of their relationship goes away. Like, yeah, it's just nice. You know? Yeah. And it's funny whenever these people like return for treatment, right? Where you're yeah. just seeing people like once or twice a week when they return, 
you know, sometimes I'm like, you know, if you have sex in the meantime, like, let me know. I, you know, just like if you collect that data and how it went, you know, let me know. Right. Yeah. I'm always like, don't have sex unless you want to. But if you collect some of that data, aka if you had sex, (laughs) let me know how it went. Yes. How was point A? How was point B? Yes. (laughs) How was, you know, all these things. So, because then we can edit and adjust our treatment. Correct. Yeah. I think it's a really great population to work with because you really can change people's lives. It's so fun. Totally. But. That's what we have for you. If you have any questions, you can always DM us on our social media at Dunkeeper Chronicles. Get on the books. Get on the books. We'll see you soon.